welcome to a mental uplift podcast today is actually really cool i spoke with one of my sorority sisters actually her name is gabby we met once a few years ago i want to say like she's four years ago i think and i remember just her being spunky and if that's even a word but she had like a punky but like a pretty style I didn't know much about her story, but since we are sisters from the same chapter, I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about our mental illness and mental health during our time in college, since that's kind of a common denominator between us and what that looks like for us now. We also do talk about medications for bipolar and depression. If you do take medications, it works well for you. You'd like to continue taking it, please do and do what is best for you. We do talk about it and kind of just like our experiences and our opinions of medications, um, of like what worked for us and what didn't. To me, I don't take medication. I don't want to in the future. It um, wasn't a good experience for me, but to her, it helps her stay balanced. So. If you do take medications, nothing against it, nothing for it. Just if you do it, do what is best for you and take it with care. In the interview, it's also really cool because our self-care activities are so completely different. It's fun to hear how her um, activities help her and then also why she likes certain activities and what it does for her kind of her impact and how she feels before and after so that is fun i hope you guys enjoy bye so gabby who are you even though i just said your name and what do you do so again my name is gabby i am actually a bridal consultant and a small business consultant as well um I work here in Grand Rapids and I've, um, I'll jump into the next question. Um, the, and um, I went to Western and um, I'm also a member of a Sigma Lambda Gamma. Yep, and that's how we know each other. Um, and I guess kind of what was your experience? Cause we both joined SLG in undergrad, but what was your mental health or mental illness throughout college and then what is it now? So when I, I, I went to college fall 2007 um, and my, my mental health started to, I would say within the first three, within like three to four semesters, it started to deteriorate, which was a little bit after I had um, joined SLG. So I joined, I, I had a semester of school and then I um, I believe I pledged, and then, um, and then a little bit after that, my mental health started to deteriorate, and that was, um, and that kind of manifested as, um, like, I could never feel well rested. I was very tired. I lost interest in in basically everything. Right. So like, you're in those moments, and you just you just want to sleep. You don't care about anything. You don't care about food. You don't care about your classes. And I loved school. I loved going to classes. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, <laughs> but I just, all of that kind of went away with, with that deteriorating, with the deterioration of my mental health. 
So what is your, what does that look like for you today though? Now that you're out of college and in a career? So um, initially they thought I just had depression. Um, and, oh, excuse me, that's my fur baby. Doggo? That's <laughs> the Barker mid question. So originally they thought it was depression and I thought it was that for a while. And I did take medication for it for about one to two years. Um, but the results, um, I just wasn't happy with the results. I was, um, I stopped taking it and I tried to deal with it on my own, um, which kind of led to a lot of trials and errors. I was still dealing with a lot of um, sleep inconsistencies, um, energy inconsistencies, and what ended up becoming um, what, where, where I am now, which is a bipolar two diagnosis, which is, um, for lack of a better word, um, a little bit of a mild bipolar. Um, so my, my swings are, you know, they don't last, you know, they last a couple weeks and then, then the cycle kind of starts again. So it'll go up and it'll go down. And what I hadn't realized was that um, to, to piece that bipolar diagnosis together was that when I was feeling good was also an issue. So I was also, you know, I thought like, oh, you know, I feel depressed and I, cause I have depression obviously, but then I'll feel really good and I'll do all of these things and then I'll shut down. And I just thought the shutting down was the problem, but actually the coming up was also an issue, right? Because when you're manic, you make impulsive decisions, you do too many tasks, you're, you're, you know, you're hyper-focused or you're doing too many, you know, you're, I would like, for example, I like enrolled in school again in a, like a full caseload plus having, you know, I have two kids plus a house plus um, a job and uh, our boutique. And then, you know, I have other side jobs as well. So I thought at that point, you know, I'm, this is amazing. I can do everything, which only lasted, I would say, um, maybe about like a month, a month and a half until I crashed. And that's kind of the complete opposite. So now we're dealing with that. I'm on, um, I'm on, I have a whole team. So I have a, my regular physician. I have a counselor. I have a psychiatrist They, you know, that prescribes me the medication. I have all of that um, to kind of keep me, keep me afloat. Balanced. Um, yes, to keep me balanced. So I'm a little bit doing a a lot better actually now. Yeah, I I was really bad because I got all of I got all of my diagnosis when I was in high school and I ended up getting a medication for it, but we just couldn't find the right one. So I just didn't take it seriously and then also just gave up basically. So I ended up not taking any medications for it. And I have like depression, seasonal and chronic depression, mild form of bipolar, and like mild OCD. Mm-hmm. So it's very rough to like, stay balanced. And I can notice it too. But I'm like, when I'm good, and I'm like, on a hot, I don't want to say like on a high note, like when I'm good, it's like, I can do it everything. And then this was like, actually, like my low week where I just like slept for eight hours. And like, took naps every few minutes and like and those, I'll be awake for an hour and then I'll take a nap yeah those naps seem like you have that like you just can't do anything you just pass out almost you just like knock out you're like yeah yeah those are those are not naps I I I I, I, I wonder like what it seems like right to the outside but to me it feels like 
you just can't keep your eyes open. Like you've just, you know, been up for days and you just have to fall asleep. Yeah. And like, you just woke up from a good eight hour sleep and then you just kind of like crash almost. Yeah, yeah. sure. That's, but with the new medication, um, I can definitely uh, control my sleep much more. What are ways that you self-care to kind of help with staying healthy and more balanced outside of the medications? Because there's so many people that are like, do medications because it balances you. And then some people are like, it doesn't, this is what you should do instead. But what else do you do kind of outside of the medications for self-care? Well, first, I think that, um, that the mindset for medication, at least for me, that's helped me is that I don't have to be on medication. I choose to be on medication because, um, you know, whatever boundaries I've set, right? So for me, it's like, if I can't control my sleep, which is very important, right? That means that I'm going to seek help in the form of medication. If I can't, you know, if I'm not safe, I'm maybe having too many suicidal thoughts, you know, that means that I definitely need to be on medication. Um, so I think that having a viewpoint where it's not either or, right? It's not, you have to be on medication or you don't have to be on medication. The, the in-between, right? Like you're choosing to be on it and you're choosing to be on it with people that are supervising you and, you know, you have a good team with you. Um, I think then it's then only then it's safe to be on medication. Because I remember- yeah. When I first started to go back on medication, I went to my general, um, my general physician, and she just prescribed me something. She was like, "Well, I'm gonna give you this," and I was like, "Why? Like, why? Like, why this? You know, I'm curious. You want to know, right? Like, what is this gonna do?" And she was like, "Well, you know, for what the symptoms you're talking about, which at the point she thought was depression, which just FYI, if you give a bipolar person depression medication." Um, it's not a good thing. It's not a good, <laughs> it's not a good, not a fun day. <laughs> fun day. So she's, you know, she thought I had depression and went to prescribe me a, a fairly high dosage of that medication, which at that point I was, I got nervous because my trigger is pills. So I, um, I said, nope, I don't want to take, um, antidepressant medication. I want to wait until I have a counselor and a therapist, uh, a counselor, and a psychiatrist. Yes, I was getting confused. Um, to <laughs> to prescribe me the medication, and which ended up being the right thing to do. So now I'm taking um, a lower dose of uh, this new medication called Raylar, Raylar, um, which has pretty pretty um, low side effects. I was taking Seroquel, which for me I had that one that one was not it for me <laughs> well I think we could do a whole episode on Seroquel Seroquel was a nightmare mm-hmm. I, got, I would get congested I don't know if that happened to you but I would get congested like as if I had a cold I would get like nauseous like I to this day cannot so I would get so nauseous to a point where I would throw up wow. and then um even now like I can't take pills I have to take like gummies or syrups because even if I take like, I don't know, like ibuprofen or like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like vitamins or something. Like, even if it's a pill, I'll still throw it up. Even if it's like a smaller and stuff like that, just from that memory, I don't know. So like, I just, I can't Yeah, get like really bad migraines. Yeah. 
from from Seroquel, I definitely feel like I have PTSD because it was like I would take it and it felt like you just downed a bottle of wine. Like I would be yeah. my words, I would just be, you know, and I have kids, so that was definitely interesting to navigate, you know, every because you have to take it every night, right? So I had yeah. to at eight on the dot, otherwise I wouldn't wake up because it, it it makes you sleep. It, so it will knock you yeah. out hours that it feels like knocking you out for and then you wake up and you have to eat something oh my god and it, it made me gain so much weight <laughs> well ridiculous amounts of weight um and so it was definitely not a good experience so I'm, I'm uh, it was I was very relieved when I when we switched to Raylar because Seroquel was it was a nightmare it was <laughs> nightmare. I'm still kind of freaking out about it like <laughs> I'm like, I can't breathe. You know, when you're walking up the stairs and you get that like heavy breathing thing going. Yep. <laughs> so anytime that happens, I get like anxious and panicky because that's kind of how it felt to be on Seroquel for me, like at, starting at night when I, when I was starting to fall asleep. Um, so again, that's also why I feel like you need to have a good team because if that would have happened to me and I would have been just me and my doctor, who knows, right? All right. Yeah, I think it's like if you take medications for it, like it should make you feel better. I don't want to say like make you feel better, but like just you should feel, I guess if you're, I don't know how to put it. Like if you're choosing to take medications, you should feel empowered taking them. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, you should feel empowered. Yeah, you should feel that. And you should also feel an improvement. You shouldn't feel like, trapped in the medication which I felt you know I've definitely felt that right like you know I it's helping me sleep so I have to take it like it's it's doing these things that are benefiting me so I have to put up with these bad things but that's not you know that's not at all how it should be there shouldn't be such a heavy burden you know placed on 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 the benefits of the medication yeah and then outside of the medication, what do you oh do? God. Like, I know, I know, I was like, we went on a little rant, but like, I would feel like if you do like bridal stuff, like, I'm just picturing it from like the Say Yes to the Dress show. Like, do you do like face masks? Do you like do your makeup and get pretty with them? That's all I'm picturing. So, I I used to run. I I haven't lately. We um. We have bought a treadmill, but I have to admit we barely use it. Um, no, thank you. I, I do like running to, is not it. <laughs> I love to, um, and I hated running until I started until I started to run. So, and I hear that from everyone says that. <laughs> I hated running until I started to run, and then once you get past that, I would say, if you run for like a week, two weeks, um, you will start liking running. Um, I'll let you know how that goes. I'll try that out. See if that if that's true or false. <laughs> yes, it'll, it's good because you can really, I feel like you can really find your zen place when you're running. Um, it's just one of you, you and 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 your breathing, which is also another thing I've I've done is, I've taken up a little bit of um, modified meditation because I I am sensitive to sound, so I it needs to be um, like a lot of voices I don't really like those those like really cheesy meditation voices like quiet and like 
the whispering um those I do not like them um so yeah I, I do do a little bit of meditation just a little bit of um I a little bit of grounding I don't know if you practice that as well um no so, and that's actually really bad because like for my like I get really anxious so like I always feel like I need a minute to just like chill and like calm myself down and in my opinion I think like breath work and meditating yoga if you want to go that far is like a really good place for that but then when I every single time I try to meditate or do yoga it makes me feel worse Mm. like I end up thinking and it's like I did one meditation that was like just don't think about anything and it was like guided for you to just like not have thoughts for and just like relax and I couldn't like I couldn't not think about stuff to a point where I would overthink everything Mm -hmm. and then they just like made me feel worse I mean yeah it is hard to, to to start to practice to calm your thoughts especially when they're rushing when they're rushing everywhere um yeah so grounding though is a very you can do it people like to do it with like bare feet on the ground but it's basically just you like recentering yourself so just taking like it doesn't have to be a whole meditation it could just be you taking like a couple deep breaths like in and out in and out and just kind of like re reconnecting with like you know like you can start picturing like oh like these are my fingers this is my wrist these are my arms it's like it could be really fast like a body scan almost I've heard that word be used like yeah yeah. love that word right body scan um so it's just a really quick way to like just like read like like zoom back into your body right um what's another thing I like to do I like to garden gardening is very therapeutic for me um so kind of the opposite from my job, right? I like to garden. I like to garden without shoes. Just be out there resting, um, in the dirt. I don't really, I don't really try to be um, like me. Glamorous while doing gardening. I look like a, um, like a, I don't know, like a forest person when I'm gardening. I'm just probably dirt on my face, dirt all over me. My nails are black. Um, <laughs> But that's definitely been really helpful. And I know there's um, a good amount of people that I know in my life that plants are therapeutic for them as well. Do you have any succulents by chance then? I do, I do. <laughs> One of mine is dying and I don't know what to do. It's, it's looking better. I don't think it was like fully into the soil. It's looking a little bit better. But the fact that I am killing a succulent when they're like, not that hard to take care of is very hurtful to my soul but it's getting there I think it's getting happier now that I moved it but it's fine yeah well some succulents need a lot of sun they need to be um completely dry before you water them you know they're it's not like complicated but it is kind of they are picky yes so I've realized I thought they were all the same and they just needed dryness and sunlight I was wrong. No, it's very wrong. No, um, the ones that are, the ones that are so picky for me are aloe. I always have a hard time with aloe. Oh yeah, it is. A, I keep forgetting it's a plant and not like a lotion. Like the lotion comes from a plant. I always forget that it's like yeah. a, a thing that needs mm-hmm. care also. 
but yeah. Okay, so let's see. What is your favorite quote? Um, I don't even know. I don't know where I've heard it. I think I heard it like in middle school or high school. Um, and it still stuck with you. This is so exciting. <laughs> Drum roll. Uh, and it was, uh, the world is, a, you, you're waiting for the world, but it's the world that's waiting for you. Ooh, I like that one. What is it like? What does, why is it your favorite? Like, what does it mean to you? I think, I think it just means that, um, you know, we just, we just need to, we just need to do, um, it doesn't, it's in, especially for me that, um, I like to have things just right. And I'm just waiting for things to be right for them to be perfect from, I'm waiting to find like, no, there has to be an error. There has to be something in here. Um, I, it's a realization that there are other things that are, you know, waiting in the, you know, just past that boundary like for you to do things that they're they're just waiting for you like just to start out with one step you know you don't need to have everything set you don't need to have everything figured out you really just need to take those like little steps forward which is kind of I guess a metaphor to how I'm gotten myself out of like some you know shitty times right like sometimes you can't see yourself all the way out but maybe you can see yourself in five minutes you know you can see yourself through like the next three minutes or five minutes or an hour and you just work your way up, right? That's how, that's really how I started, right? Like I remember walking back from counseling and I didn't know like what was happening. I was just feeling so shitty and I was just like, well, if I can just make it to like, you know, the Bernhardt Center, if I can just make it. Um, oh yeah. I can just make it to, um, and I lived in Henry. So, which is right behind, it's literally right behind, right next to the Bernhardt Center. Um, yeah. But yes. So that's, that's, that's how I, I've gotten out, right? Just a little by little, and it doesn't have to be perfect, which is hard. It's super hard and shitty because I, I want everything to be just right. Um, but it just, it's impossible, you know, at least for somebody dealing with, uh, with all this kind of crappy stuff, you can say. Yeah, I realized like, if I have a really bad, like, depression day, like, if I'm just having a really hard day and if I don't want to get out of bed, I'm like, all right, like if I can just make it out of bed that day, that will be enough. Yeah. Excuse me, my cat. Um, or like if I eat today, like, okay, like that's it. That's good. Um, things like making little steps. And I've learned, I don't know where I heard this from, but it's like, it's not the success of the goal of the goal. It's the stepping stones. It's like the steps that you take towards your goal. Mm -hmm. I like that one. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah. And then um, our, or I guess my last question is, what is a word that best describes you? So like, what is your I am statement? Well, uh, my, I am, my I am statement would be, um, I guess it'd be kind of like my brand statement, right? Uh, so I am a creator of spaces of empowerment. Oh, I like that. So, um, I think that that has been my life goal um, for many years now, just to create and, 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 and I enjoy it and I am, um, I'm good at it. I, I create spaces for other people to talk and to feel themselves and um, yeah, I love it. Do you want to talk about your podcast? Put a little slide pop up in there. Well, my podcast is called Mental Mondays, and you can find them anywhere you listen to podcasts. So, 
Spotify or, or Apple, was it Apple Podcasts? Um, I think that's yes. it. And Google Podcasts, I think they also have that there. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Gabriela Empowered, um, and where you know I share the podcast as well. And we talk about mental health, mental health journeys, tips and tricks. We talk about your mental health toolbox and all of that fun stuff. Mm-hmm.